Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sports Beat 88.7 on your dial for Wednesday, April 20th, with Dave Percival and Grant's here as well. Well, I'll tell you what, it's just the A team today. That's nice. It's you nice. You and to... I, Grant, and I'll tell you what, you know what that means. We can talk about whatever we want. I have nobody else even venturing in with a topic. Well, that's uh, that works for me, but I've got a I've got a sneaky uh, suspicion as to what we're gonna chat about first, good sir. Well, you know what? I was thinking about curling a game, but you know what? I think what we'll do, I think I'll, I'll step outside the box and we'll talk about the Leafs. All right. Sounds good but, to but, me. But, you know, before I do that, I, I was thinking about something on the way down here today. I think Uh-oh. what we should do, our, our, you know, we don't do this enough. Our Festing Toyota text line is 705-224-2527. Correct. And I think, you know, viewers or listeners, I'm sorry, I think if you have topics that you would like us to talk about, because I realize that I get very focused on, laser focused on a few sports. That's okay. And I completely omit other sports. <laughs> and there are other sports out there, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if anybody has something that they would like us to broach and talk about, we would be more than happy to, uh, to have your opinion on that. Seven zero five two two four two five two seven. All right, beautiful. Toronto Maple Leafs, as you and I were talking about, Grant. Um, you know the, those hapless Philadelphia Flyers, and you know it was a funny game. I watched most of it. The uh, the Flyers, the Jack Campbell was very solid. And we were saying how that is so important to the Toronto Maple it's Leafs key. moving yes. forward. But those Flyers, um, the chances were not thirty seven great chances. I'm not. I don't mean to pick on them, but mm-hmm. they've had a very rough year. That's right. a team that has some real issues. Um, we were talking about Austin Matthews, potentially. I think that whatever he has going on is a very niggling injury. I just think they're using it as maintenance time um, to get him ready for the playoffs. And big games this week. Um, you've got Florida and Tampa. You've got Tampa Thursday night, and they're going to be playing Tampa in the playoffs. That's the first round. Right. Okay. It's, it appears, unless there's a big shift in, in points, the Leafs just keep uh, stacking up the points. So they've uh, Tampa have a three-point lead on Boston. The Leafs have an eight-point lead on Tampa, I believe. So the whole thing is probably going to boil down to Tampa and the Leafs, and you want to play well in that game. Absolutely. I would strongly suggest that Matthews will be back. Mm-hmm. Now, on a positive, um, there's, a, there's a number of positives of these guys. Um, I just love the way the lines now are playing. Right. They seem to have a good mix of lines. They've got Nylander and Kerfoot together. Kerfoot's playing great. Yeah, fantastic. Nylander, you know, he's your whipping boy, but he's got 32 goals now. And That's his best. I, That's his career best, I believe. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? Since the playoffs last year, Grant, I think he's played pretty darn well. I would I, agree. I, yeah. I think he he didn't let anyone down. Marner has been electrifying, no mm-hmm. question about that. Mikheyev is huge uh, right. with that speed. The other one that's faster than I thought he was, and I'm blanking on his name now, uh, tall guy, big guy. Uh, Engvall. Yeah, yeah he's so a fast skater. Again, another guy who has taken his game to another level. Um, defense, you know, they're, they're, they're funny on defense. I kind of go with James, who works here. Um, I don't know about Justin Hall, but at least now with Sandine potentially coming back, you've got, and Timothy Lilligren advancing at a high level, you've got some options. You're not stuck with Justin Hall necessarily. Right. So that's something they didn't have going for them last time. Absolutely. So you know what? It's extremely exciting time. You know, I I just want more out of John Tavares. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, Tavares should not be a guy that disappears in hockey games or that you don't notice. But it's you know, other than the fact that I notice his faceoff work, which is top notch. 
winning the draws that really matter. Absolutely. I just don't get – we don't get enough out of John Tavares. I think he's doing a lot of things behind the scene which just don't uh, – you know what I mean? They just – they don't jump into the forefront, as you mentioned. But, yeah, he'll but, uh, he'll shine in the playoffs, my friend. I have faith. All right, all right. Well, I'm going to go with your faith as well. All right. Um, so just a quick recap of something. So the Florida Panthers, I you know, I watched their game last night. Alexander Barkoff, oh, my goodness, their captain. One of the smartest big guys I've seen, he scored the most beautiful uh, overtime goal, which was his hat trick goal. Florida have won 13 straight games. So that's what the Leafs have to be. The Leafs are peaking at the right time. Mm -hmm. But you've got the Florida Panthers 13 straight, 116 points. Fair enough. You've got Tampa with four straight. So these games are a little more critical for Toronto than you think, Tampa and Florida. Um, Just what, what has kind of intrigued me, though, Grant, is the playoff race out west. Um, I am I'm bes- I'm shocked at the Winnipeg Jets with 81 points. The Winnipeg Jets are mathematically alive, but they're dead. Right. You know they're they're not going to get in. They're not going to make it. 81 no. points out of a team that was uh, a Stanley Cup contender a year ago or two years ago is, is shocking to me. But the team that's kind of surprised me is the Vancouver Canucks. They had that dreadful start, fired their coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like them personally as as far as ability. I don't have right. anything against them. No, no. But you know what? They're there. Um, they're not out of it by any stretch. They're at 87 points. Las Vegas is the other team, Grant, that I'm shocked are fighting for a playoff spot. I thought the Jack Eichel move with all the name players they have would pan out. But um, they're fighting against Dallas at 91 points and Nashville at 92 points. Um, you know, a lot can happen, right? Um, this is the time of year I really like to watch the different playoff races. Right. Um, you know, I've kind of not paid as much attention to what I will call the central division. Um, you cannot, the Colorado Avalanche at 116 points, uh, another team that has just hit some peak level. So we're in a very dicey time, um, a very exciting time for a lot of teams. And there's a lot of teams that still have potential on that other side to get in. Absolutely. So it's going to be very, very good. I'm looking forward to the playoffs, and uh, let's uh, let's really, really, really hope we can make it past uh, the first round. That would be a good thing. Uh, we need, yeah, we, yeah. we definitely that has to happen. Um, tr- so the Toronto Blue Jays last night, and that again, not worried about the Jays. Jays six and five doesn't mean anything at this venture, eleven right. games in, but they got a great game. And I don't know, I cannot pronounce his first name, but Kikuchi looked great last night for the mm-hmm. Jays. He had uh, gave up three hits over five innings. Play it looked fantastic yeah. as a starting pitcher concerns me that the Jays are having trouble putting runs on the board. This is a team that should put flat out pound you. They've got the bats. So a 2-1 loss last night with a great pitching effort. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bo Bichette uh, had a rough night. Two errors. A throwing error in the seventh that that really led to the the loss. Mm -hmm. Um, Just not taking his time. You know, he didn't have to speed these throws up, but he he does that every so often. Young guy, super talented. Um, I do like this Zach Collins. Now, Danny Jansen's injured. Right. Zach Collins they got from Chicago. What a he's a left hand bat. We're big on left hand bats in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Hit another home run. He's he's got a great stick. He's a he's a, a great hitter. So I love the fact that they got him in the trade for McGuire, the other catcher. He looks great. Um we don't have to be worried at, in the least about Vladdy Guerrero, but it was an interesting stat. He is striking out at an alarming rate. Um even though he's his average and he's and he's hitting the ball, his strikeouts are way up. 11 games in but they say the only reason that that is so is because he is uh they're he's not getting pitches to hit 
Last year, he took the okay. walks. He's got a very selective eye, mm-hmm. but he is not getting uh, hittable pitches, and that is leading to him swinging like a madman at everything that's you know outside the strike zone. Right. Um, he will come. George Springer will come. All these. This is a great line. They'll settle in. Yeah. Right. So it's a little early to start pulling the panic button at six and five when they have another 150 games. Right. Now, talking about pulling the panic button or pushing the uh, panic button, I was thinking about this this morning and I wanted to ask you this because I yeah. know you follow it closely. What's going on? What's going on with the Raptors? Are, are, is this is this over, Percy? Do you, do you see this ending in a, in a bad way? I mean, they're down to nothing. Do, do they have it in them to come back and uh, tie up this series? Ah, uh, that's where we're going next. Uh, I. You know what? I hope they do. Mm-hmm. Now, tonight, everybody knows that listens to sports or pays attention to sports. Game three, when you're down 2 nothing, might be your, is your most important game. Absolutely. Period. Absolutely. And it is in Toronto, and it is Jurassic Park, and it is the crowd, and it's all these things. But I followed the, these two games, and um, Joel Embiid has had his way with them. He is, in my estimation, probably league MVP. Right. He's playing at a level that he didn't play at last year. They have no answer for him. That's a real problem that they don't. They can't seem to defend against him. Right. And I don't under, I do understand this. They're getting nailed on reach-in fouls. They're after the fact, and they're the, they're all fouling out. Um, the difference in why they're great, Grant, is pretty simple. Last year, Embiid had Ben Simmons to pass the ball to. Okay. Okay. Who is a guy you know uh, that is now no longer there. Not a great shooter on and on and on now he has james harden and matt moxley the, the 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 electrifying guard he's got a better supporting cast around him the raptors are gonna they gotta win tonight um you know you've got scotty barnes injured mm-hmm. probably not coming back gary trent jr fighting a an illness they have to be all hands on board to win this game tonight they need more out of pascal siakam now who has had an all-star year he's kind of disappeared Van Fleet looks tired. You know, I'm not really being very positive, am I, Grant, with all of well, these comments? Well, no, but it's you're, comments. maybe you're being realistic. You know what I mean? I, I asked you the question. I mean, it's, uh, you know. But realistically, they've been blown out in two games. Right. The games are, have, have been close score-wise. They're not close They're games. not close, no. But the crowd can change it up, and they need the one game to get back in because they did control Philadelphia all year. That's a good point. But at this juncture, they've got a yeah. they've got quite a mountain to climb. Yeah, absolutely, in my opinion. So just so we got some text in, so just so you know, yes. I, I know I'm not going to put you on the spot with this. This could be no, for, you can for future programs. But uh, Scott wishes that you'd be talking about the Ravens some more. I don't know is that a, is that a football team? I'm guessing. The yes, Ravens? it sure is, and okay. that's good. We Excellent. appreciate that, Scott. And uh, Jeff wonders uh, what has happened to uh, Verstappen. In hmm. the uh, in Formula One, so we we don't have to deal with it right now, Percy. This is just something that we can bring back. I know maybe this on was Friday. a great show until I hear Verstappen and car <laughs> racing. So I have a funny feeling. Yes, car racing. Um, you know what? Please, listeners, keep coming with more ideas. <laughs> it's our running joke, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a quick comment before I have a bit of nice local. Um, finally, Robert Garrigus, who is ranked used to be ranked in the top thirty, I believe, as a as a pro golfer. He's okay. a Journeyman golfer, $15 million in earnings, is the first guy to sign on the Saudi Tour. He has asked for his release from the PGA Tour to join the Saudi Tour. Now, the good news about this, I don't want to see the Saudi Tour prosper. I don't. No. Garrigus is ranked 1,043 in the world, and that's the good sign. Is right. that he, 
whether he goes or doesn't go, I was thinking about that as kind of irrelevant. And once you go, you can't come back. Is this true? That I believe so. Okay. Like you're, you're, it's a contractual thing. So once right, you, right. But once you sign in the dotted line with the Saudis, you probably give them your life. So mm-hmm. you're not coming <laughs> back. I just, I'm going to be, we're going to follow this as time goes on to see, yeah. you know, because the, it's about money. It's, it's well, about what other thing, you know, it, it's all that it's about. But the human rights abuses and that alone should d- detract these guys. Agreed. Bottom line. Right? Agreed. Bottom line. Uh, local news. Now, I'm, I'm stealing this, but you know what? It's great news. Our U15 uh, Huntsville Sting girls team. Right. Now, what caught my attention is I'm not following the kids' tournaments like I did when my own son played. They played in a tournament the past weekend called, it was the, it was the Brampton uh, Easter Tournament. Okay. Largest tourney in Ontario for girls, or, or maybe anywhere. 770 games, 373 teams. Wow. Uh, played on 25 ice pads. Like, that That's that alone shocked me. Yeah, yeah. And our Huntsville girls came home with a championship. Uh, well, look at a 3-0 win over Kitchener early on. 4-1 win over Cambridge. Another 8-1 lead win. And they beat a team called the Wilmot Wolverines. I love that. one nothing in the final. Excellent. And I believe the coach's name is Mark Allen. He had a very good point. He said that you got to remember, girls hockey is such a big deal. Mm-hmm. And these are grade 8 and grade 9 girls. Right. We are, they're trying to enhance the program beyond that because they said, we lose too many of our kids to Aurelia, North Bay, and all these other traveling programs after their U15 year. So, you know what? I Hats off to these girls. Good for them. Absolutely. Like, you know, as I said, I love to see them competitive and, you know, getting the opportunity to play as much or more than the boys. Well, not only that, it also with this situation with that tournament, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that, you know, you're playing against, uh, you're playing against teams that have a much larger uh, pool of players to choose from to begin with. I mean, they're, they're just bigger, you know, they have bigger populations and stuff. So, to me, that speaks volumes when, you know, a team from here is going down and, and taking on some of these larger cities, larger centers. And, and beating them. You know? you know what, Grant? I think you're right. And I'm not sure, but I think, you know, when you think of boys hockey, minor hockey, you're ranked by population. But I don't think the girls, and I'll have to look into this a bit more because I don't know mm-hmm. if they're ranked the same way the boys are. And as yeah. you said, I think you you don't know what you're getting, a mixed bag of maybe a ton of players in one condensed area Absolutely. or no players. You yeah. know? So, so hats off to our U15 girls sting hockey team. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. And you know what? This has been, as I said, a great show, Grant. We've we've got it. We've managed to survive another one without Big Dan, but uh, he will be back on Friday for sure. Absolutely. And uh, great looking day out there to our listeners. I we, we hope you have a great day. I'm Dave for Dave and Grant. Take care, and we'll be back on Friday with more sports.